AF, Lobby and Emotional Processing of Emergent Cooperation, an example by Andrew Critch. Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is, Lobby and Emotional Processing of Emergent Cooperation, an example, published by Andrew Critch on January 17, 2023 on the AI Alignment Forum. Related to, a Lobian argument pattern for implicit reasoning in natural language, Lobian party invitations. Epistemic status, my opinion based on a mix of math, reflection, and speculation, not backed up by any systematic psychological studies. Summary, since my 2019 paper Generalizing Lobb's Theorem, a couple dozen people have asked me if the way humans naturally cooperate might be well described by Lobb's Theorem. In short, my answer is probably sometimes, and in this post I'll try using an example to convey what that means. Importantly, Lobb's theorem is not a theorem when applied to real-world humans and emotions, i.e., when its hypotheses are met, its conclusion is only sometimes true. Nonetheless, the reasoning pattern in its proof, I claim, sometimes genuinely occurs at the level of intuition in real people, whether or not they know any math or Lobb's theorem. Introduction there are at least two real-world patterns that could reasonably be called Lobian cooperation in humans, which I'll name here. Functionally Lobian cooperation. Sometimes people become aware that they're anticipating, predicting, cooperation from each other, and then that anticipation causes them to cooperate, rendering the anticipation itself valid. In this pattern, the fact that anticipation of cooperation will cause cooperation is analogous to the hypothesis, main assumption, of Lobb's theorem, and the fact that the cooperation in fact emerges is analogous to the conclusion of Lobb's theorem. I call this pattern functionally Lobian because its input and output resemble the input, hypothesis, and output, conclusion, of Lobb's theorem. Procedurally Lobian cooperation. Sometimes the mental procedure a person follows to anticipate and decide upon cooperation can resemble an entire proof of Lobb's theorem, as I'll describe below. In other words, instead of just the hypothesis and conclusion of Lobb's theorem matching reality, the structure in the intermediate steps of the proof also match reality, at least somewhat. I call this procedurally Lobian cooperation, and it's a special case of functionally Lobian cooperation because it demands a stronger analogy between the theorem and the real world. Illustrating how this might work constitutes is the bulk of content in this post. What functionally Lobian cooperation feels like. For those who recognize the symbols involved, Lobb's theorem says that if CC then C. I don't plan to use these symbols with their normal meanings in the rest of this post, so don't worry if you don't recognize them. In words, functional Lobian cooperation happens when anticipation of future or unobserved cooperation causes present cooperation. So if you're interacting with someone, and you feel like they're probably going to be nice to you in the future, and that fact makes you decide to be nice to them now, I call that functional Lobian cooperation. What procedurally Lobian cooperation feels like? Most human cooperation is probably not procedurally Lobian, and maybe not even functionally Lobian. However, I'm confident that human cooperation is sometimes procedurally Lobian, and I can even point to experiences of my own that fit the bill. To explain this, I'll be talking a lot more about feelings, because I think most unconscious processing is carried out by and or experienced as feelings. Alright. Feeling pigs can probably fly. For the feeling that pigs can probably fly. Such a feeling can be true or false, according to whether it correctly anticipates the real world. In procedurally Lobian cooperation, part of the mental process will involve first feeling something uncertain to do with cooperation, then believing it, and then feeling like that belief checks out. To abbreviate this, when X denotes a feeling, I'll write X for the meta-feeling that X checks out. The process of a feeling checking out might be different from person to person. 
Just assume the person has some way of checking over a feeling X and then feeling like X has been verified or validated in some way, or not. For each step of the procedurally Lobian cooperation process below, I'll speculate about an unconscious logical operation that feels pretty analogous to the feeling, for me. Here goes. Conscious experience I'm hanging out with a group, and I'm wondering if we're going to end up doing some cooperative thing together. Lick equals feeling we're all going to do the cooperative thing together here. C is a feeling with some content described by the string inside the feeling, and that content means that C can also be viewed as a true or false anticipation about the world. I wonder if it's true. Conscious experience the group is starting to feel pretty wholesome to me now, and I have a feeling Psi that feels like it's about the group. The feeling Psi itself feels kind of humble, sort of like it's leaving a lot of room for disagreement with it, by hypothesizing about its own validity rather than directly asserting it. Roughly speaking, it feels like, Psi equals feeling if this feeling, Psi, checks out, then we're all going to do the cooperative thing I'm not confident that Psi is true, but I'm confident that I'm hearing it correctly when I introspect on it. To be very clear about how it feels to be confident in my introspection but not confident in my assessment of the world, let me define B equals feeling Psi says that if Psi checks out then C I believe the feeling B, while I fleetingly experience but do not believe the feeling Psi. Makes sense, corresponding unconscious belief, B, Psi, left right arrow, Psi C, Psi says that if Psi checks out then C. Feel free to imagine an equals sign here in place of the, left right arrow, symbol for the purpose of this post, if that feels more intuitive. Analogy to Lobian cooperation the feeling Psi corresponds to the modal fixed point from Lobb's lemma. Conscious experience if I introspect on the feeling Psi, it feels like there's not much to it in terms of content, other than the anticipation of cooperation. So if the feeling checks out, so does the anticipation of cooperation. Corresponding unconscious belief colon psi c if psi checks out then c checks out analogy to Lobian cooperation. This is the forward conclusion of Lob's lemma. Conscious experience if it checks out to me that we're probably going to cooperate, I'll feel good about the other people in a way that makes me feel like I'm part of a team, which makes me want to do my part and cooperate. I think the other people in this particularly wholesome feeling group work the same way. So if we can just get into a good vibe with each other where we expect cooperation then we'll do it. Corresponding unconscious belief colon cc if c checks out, then c analogy to Lobian cooperation this corresponds to the starting assumption of Lobb's theorem. Conscious experience I'm starting to feel pretty optimistic about cooperation now, in that the feeling psi is resonating with me a lot more. Before it was just a tentative thing that was being considered, but now it feels true. Corresponding unconscious processing colon 3 and 4 combined to form psi c, which is just psi. Analogy to Lobian cooperation This corresponds to lines 3 and 4 of this short proof of Lobb's theorem. Conscious experience It really feels like my psi feeling checks out now, which I guess means we're going to cooperate. Cool. Corresponding unconscious processing colon psi, which combines with psi c to make c. Analogy to Lobian cooperation This corresponds to lines 5 and 6 of this short proof of Lobb's theorem. What do I take from this example? As mentioned at the outset, because human intuition and reasoning and are neither perfectly logical nor perfectly self-referential, Lobb's theorem is not a theorem for humans. When its hypotheses are, roughly, me, its conclusion needn't be, even roughly, true. Nonetheless, from examining instances like the example above I've concluded that Lobian cooperation is a more commonplace and arguably more mundane phenomenon than one might have otherwise guessed, especially from how technically involved the original proof of Lobb's theorem in piano arithmetic is. When I'm hanging out with a group of friends or family who feel pretty wholesome to me, often people who are not very math-why, I've often experienced the emergence of normal everyday feelings of working together or being part of a group that I now think, in retrospect, could be well described by the steps of a proof of Lobb's theorem like in the example above. In general, I think my system 1, 
non-deliberate, processing of cooperation in a group setting could be considered. Functionally lobian around 40% of the time, and procedurally lobian around 10% of the time. I'm not sure what to think the percentages are for other people on average, possibly more than for me. I'm innately somewhat disagreeable, and procedurally lobian cooperation feels like it engages my capacity for agreeableness or going with the flow or something, such that I could easily imagine it happening for a larger fraction of other people's cooperative experiences than of mine. Examples of non-lobian cooperation. Not every emergence of cooperation is lobian. Below are two exemplars of categories of cooperation that I consider non-lobian, at least viewed from the perspective of the mental processes of the individual people involved. There may be more such categories. What these examples share in common is that the cooperation is not based on anticipated or verified cooperation from the other person. Non-example 1, altruism irrespective of cooperation from the counterparty. Alice sees Bob is hungry, and feels bad about that, so she gives him some food, expecting nothing in return. Bob later sees Alice has dropped her wallet while walking in his neighborhood, and returns it to her without stealing anything. Arguably, this is a cooperative interaction between Alice and Bob, but Alice's act of kindness was not based on any anticipation or implicit verification of cooperation from Bob. So, at least for Alice I'd say this was not lobian cooperation. Non-example 2, dutiful cooperation irrespective of cooperation from the counterparty. Imagine two people who encounter each other in a setting where rules dictate that they're supposed to cooperate. For instance, farm inspectors, Alice and Bob, who have been assigned to each other as partners. Alice's job involves picking up Bob for inspections each morning. She does this because it's her job. Even when Bob is cranky, or seems like he's otherwise being a jerk, she picks him up. Perhaps even if she found out he's being investigated for embezzling money and isn't actually doing his part of the job correctly, she might still keep doing her job and picking him up for work every day. Again, Alice's cooperation isn't based on an anticipation or implicit verification of cooperation from Bob, so it's not Lobian. Arguably if Alice expected Bob to do something really bad immediately upon boarding her car, she wouldn't pick him up. That would be more like an instance of Lobian defection, defection on the basis of anticipated defection, but still not quite, because the anticipation of Bob's defection doesn't come true. Lobb's theorem is only a good fit for describing a situation when there's some kind of self-fulfilling prophecy involved. Non-example 3, tit-for-tat in an iterated prisoner's dilemma. In an iterated prisoner's dilemma, in each round of the game two people write either C or D, for cooperate or defect. Tit-for-tat is a strategy where you write C on the first round, and after that you just copy what your opponent wrote in the previous round. When following a tit-for-tat strategy, what you know is that the opponent cooperated in the previous round, and you cooperate on the basis of that, not on the basis of cooperation in the present or future rounds. If you really wanted to force an application of Lobb's theorem here, for player 1 in round 2 you could define P to be the statement the opponent cooperated last round, and I cooperate this round, but I don't think that's as very natural or worth delving into to explain here. Ambiguously Lobian cooperation. Sometimes I think cooperation emerges in a way that's maybe Lobian and maybe not. Here's an example. I want to be a bit nicer to Bob than Bob is to me. I currently sense that Bob is being five-tenths nice to me, so I start being six-tenths nice to Bob. Then Bob starts being seven-tenths nice to me, so I raise to eight-tenths, then him to nine-tenths, then me to ten-tenths, then him to ten-tenths. Was this more like Lob, or more like tit-for-tat? It started with a sense that Bob is being nice in a continual sense, which means to some degree my niceness was based on anticipated continued niceness from him, that's not conditioned on my behavior. 
So you could argue that the start of this process was Lobian, being nice in response to anticipated future niceness, and maybe even involved a sigh-like feeling that became more solid through a series of steps resembling the actual proof of Lobb's theorem. On the other hand, my sense of Bob's niceness came from his past behavior, so you could argue that I'm just engaging a tit-for-tat strategy here. In reality, I think both could be true, escalating niceness can be implemented by a Lobb-like anticipation of niceness process, or a tit-for-tat reciprocation process, or both at the same time or in parallel. Recap. I gave an example of a plausible-to-me cooperative emotional process that is roughly analogous to a proof of Lobb's theorem. I dubbed such processes procedurally Lobian, and I refer to any cooperation based on anticipated future cooperation from a counterparty functionally Lobian cooperation. I think functionally Lobian cooperation is probably fairly common among humans, though I don't know how common. Speaking for myself, I think my cooperative instincts are functionally Lobian around 40% of the time, and procedurally Lobian around 10% of the time. Thanks to Alex Jew, Anjali Gopal, and Scott Garabrand for discussions and feedback on the ideas in this post. Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.